Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, how's it going? I hope you've had an amazing week since the last time we talked. I've really been enjoying the exploration of the planetary connections. And as I'm doing research for these episodes, I am learning so much. I hope that you are too. We are back this week with the second in the series of planetary connections to the chakras. Last week, I told you a little about my reasoning for looking into this. Other than that, it's just interesting. And today, I wanted to expand a little on using the information. I mentioned that you can look up what the planets are doing and where they are on any given day. If you're an expert in astrology, which again, I am definitely not, you might be able to analyze what's happening and what the effects are of the planetary positions in your life. Otherwise, there are several sources available online for Hindu, uh, Vedic, and Western astrology depending on what you'd like to use. For example, the day I'm recording this, the moon is exchanging energy or forming aspects with Venus, Mercury, Neptune, and Jupiter. That's so much information. So I rely on the interpretation of my favorite astrologer. You'll have to find your own, someone who resonates with you and communicates in a way that's easy for you to understand. And she tells me that this energy exchange is good for creative ideas, brainstorming and the like. I know that these planets are associated with the crown, heart, sacral, and throat chakra, which makes a lot of sense to me for creation. The crown chakra connects to divine inspiration. The throat and sacral chakras are closely connected to creativity and expression. And I think it's important for anything I create to be in alignment with my heart's path. So my chakra work for today, before sitting down to brainstorm or to set myself up for the day, might be to meditate on energy flow through the entire energy chain, since it's so many chakras rather than just one. I can focus on clearing my crown chakra and getting out of my own way so that I'm open and ready for inspiration. Does that example help? Sometimes I think that it's great to have information, but... An example really helps solidify it. But let me know if that helps. And also if you have other ideas about planets and chakras. We've covered the lowest three chakras. That was episode 119, if you want to know more about that. So we'll start today with the heart chakra. The heart chakra contains the characteristics of love, both for self and others, acceptance, and balance. The shadow contains grief and illusion, particularly self-deception, although you do find that in other chakras as well. The planetary connection is Venus. Real quick here, I want to talk about the planets being named after uh, Greek and Roman gods, which is a very Western way to think about them. It's one reason that we might look to Hindu astrology when we talk about the chakras. Taking this specific planet as an example, though, As people were first exploring the effect of the planets on other planets, especially Earth, 
they they may have noticed that a particular planet that we now call Venus supported beauty and harmony when it was in certain places in the sky and in relation to other celestial bodies. The effect is the same regardless of what we call the actual planet. I use these names because they're the ones I'm familiar with and I think most of you have learned about as well. There are Sanskrit names for the planets and they have meanings in astrology, some of which are very similar to what we're talking about here. Venus in Vedic astrology also represents beauty and the arts and love. Anyway, I wanted to touch on that because it can feel like we're blending ideologies here. So I just wanted to just wanted to note that real quick. Venus is the planet of love and beauty and even luck. If this planet has a strong presence in your birth chart, it's said you'll have good fortune and be rich in material wealth. Love and compassion can seem like they're at the opposite end of life from material wealth, material wealth, but that's where the heart chakra's aspect of balance is so important. The heart chakra lies between the lower chakras, governing our physical lives, and the upper chakras, governing our spiritual lives. So to have the planet and the chakra represent both is quite natural. It also balances us between the external world, the things we have, even the relationships we have with others, and our internal world, our emotional state, and our relationship to self and to the divine. It's a balance between external and internal beauty. The arts, which can be visually pleasing or disturbing, depending on the artist's intention, but they also move us emotionally. And the arts are found in this planet and chakra. The heart chakra balances our ability to give love and to receive love. I can't tell you how many people I talk to who are brilliant at giving love. They give love so freely, but aren't great at receiving it or giving it to themselves. That's also an aspect of Venus, where it sits in your chart and what it's actively doing in the moment. This planet's energies may affect your natural tendencies around love. If you struggle with self-love, it may be worth looking into the effects of Venus in your astrological life. And remember that the heart chakra can be associated with conditional love. Not always, but that's certainly a big part of it for most humans. And that's not bad. It's just a part of existence. Be careful. If you find you're giving more and more of yourself or your love, if if what you really want is to receive love, So much of the time, the lack we feel in this chakra is the absence of true, complete self-acceptance. And since that's so difficult, we try to fill that void with love from others. Of course we do. It, It feels good in the moment. But it isn't always sustainable since we have no control over how other people behave towards us or what their opinions of us are. We may find ourselves trying to manipulate love to find the comfort that would honestly be better found in turning our attention inward and focusing on self-love. 
again, I, I know, I know that's tough. So if you're interested, you can use the daily energies of the planets, especially Venus, to support you. On days when the energy of Venus is strong and positive, spend some time on your heart chakra. Expand that love you give to include yourself. Use it to support you if you're grieving. The planets will never rush you. They have been here for far longer than we have and will continue to exist long after we're gone. Let their cosmic energy be a part of healing your heart chakra. I'd also like to note that in other traditions, the planet associated with the heart chakra is the moon. Like the sun, not a planet, I know, but it's definitely something we can see with our eyes and it affects our planet. The heart chakra and the moon are both considered to have feminine energy. And since the heart chakra is the central chakra, the moon energy is, a sa is said to affect it most because of its proximity to the earth. The connection with the moon speaks to the difference between unconditional and conditional love. Venus is said to be more conditional, whereas the moon would represent a more unconditional love. I mean, neither, neither type of love is wrong or bad, just as neither association is wrong. They're just different, and both have a place in our experience. Speaking of chakras having more than one planetary association, from the throat chakra up, the traditions vary quite a bit. I'll speak to the ones that I know about and share a little of the why behind each one, and you are welcome to make your own decisions. The upper, upper chakras are so personal, so closely involved with our internal experience, I'm, I'm not surprised that there are many interpretations. For the most part, we live in a shared reality that we experience through the lower chakras. The upper chakras, not quite as much. I think this accounts for at least part of the difference. I'm not worried about it. Like with so many things in energy work, energy psychology, there is space for lots of thoughts, a lot of experiences, and a lot of exploration. And personally, I'm trying to step away from labeling things like this right and wrong. So that said, let's talk about the planets that are associated with the throat chakra. The throat chakra contains communication, expression, creativity, and manifestation. The shadow side holds lies. The planetary connection is Saturn. One of the trickiest planets in astrology, I'm told. Which makes sense to me because the throat chakra is a tricky energy center too. We frequently think of the throat as communicating with others or speaking our truth into the world. And that is definitely a part of it. But quite a bit of the throat chakra energy is dedicated to self-talk. The things we say to ourselves, about ourselves. And one of the most difficult things we work with in the throat chakra is teasing out the lies and the stories we tell ourselves. Sometimes we don't even realize that we're telling ourselves lies. Saturn is a planet of time, patience, hard work, and dedication. 
the very things it takes to sort out our genuine truth from external expectations. So much of the time, we want our chakra work to be quick and have immediate results. And while it sometimes does, usually it it takes a lot of effort over time. It's an ongoing process to find our authentic selves and learn to communicate that in the world with confidence and compassion. So the connection with Saturn here reminds us to be patient, definitely, but also to use our words, our communication to develop healthy self-esteem, another of Saturn's aspects. Saturn is about structure and the solid state of matter, which is interesting for an upper chakra, but also very representative of the manifestation qualities of the throat chakra. For the most part, when we talk about manifesting, we're talking about bringing an idea into physical reality. And that's the density that Saturn rules. And anyone who has ever worked on manifestation can tell you that it takes patience and hard work. It isn't just about thinking positive thoughts and all will come to you. There's a physical quality to manifesting that I think reflects nicely with the Saturn connection. The dark side of the planet, though, is its rigidity, its strict adherence to rules and regulations. I mean, not that these are bad things, not at all, but some of us struggle with that. In throat chakra terms, we call this rigidity as well, and we're often referring to getting stuck in dogmatic thinking. If Saturn is a strong presence in your life, uh, or if your throat chakra is cloudy or dim, the rules can feel restrictive when they would otherwise feel supportive and provide guidance. Saturn, as you may have heard, is all about teaching hard life lessons. And the throat chakra is where we also come to, to meet difficult issues. If a particular struggle appears in your life over and over again, it may be a sign that some work with the throat chakra is in order, especially if Saturn appears strongly in your birth chart. The other planet that is often associated with the throat chakra is Mercury. We talked about Mercury last week in relation to the sacral chakra. And if you listened to the episodes on paired chakras, especially episode 116, This might not surprise you at all. The throat and sacral chakras are paired in some traditions. So to have the same planet show up for both of them is almost expected. In this case, Mercury is the planet of communication and self-expression, just as the throat is the energy center with those qualities. You may recall from last week that the character of Mercury was the messenger of the gods. So Communication is inherent in its responsibilities. And I think almost everyone has heard of Mercury in retrograde, if they're interested in astrology at all. That's when the planet appears to be moving backwards in its orbit. And during that time, it said that all communication is negatively affected. Relationships are harder to manage and negotiation is more challenging That probably sounds very similar to a throat chakra imbalance to you. If you're working on your throat chakra and you want to bring 
the planet work into it, you could look at Saturn or Mercury for more information about that. All right. So those are the planetary connections for your gateway chakras, the chakras that sit between the lower and upper energy centers. If you're working in these areas, it can be really helpful to get additional perspective from other methodologies like astrology. Let me know what you think. And if you have come up with any questions that you'd like me to answer. Next week, we'll finish up with the third eye and crown chakras planet associations. But in the meantime, remember to follow your chakra coach on Facebook and Instagram. It is always such a joy to hear from you each week. So keep reaching out. I appreciate it. And I, I really love our non-podcast conversations. If you'd like to support the show, the best way is to share it with a friend who might also get some benefit from it. Spread the love. You can also join the Patreon page to support me as well as get some good bonus content like videos and meditations. So until next time, I hope you have a lovely day and I can't wait to talk with you again soon. Bye.